either we are there or not, ITSB Magazine still gets the best stories. There are plenty of conferences and all sorts of events that spark our curiosity and allow us to start conversations with some of the world's brightest minds. In person or virtually, we sit down with them at the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society. Together, we discover what the synergy of these three elements means for the future of humanity. Knowledge is power, now more than ever. CrowdSec, the collaborative and open source cybersecurity solution. Analyze behaviors, respond to attacks, and share signals across the community for free. Let's make the internet safer together. Learn more at crowdsec.net. EdgeScan offers continuous vulnerability intelligence as a service, accurately identifying vulnerabilities and exposures across the full stack. All threats are verified by cybersecurity experts, providing exploitable risk and remediation guidance, virtually false positive free. Learn more at edgescan.com. Pentera, the leader in automation security validation, allows organizations to continuously test the integrity of all cybersecurity layers by emulating real-world attacks at scale to pinpoint the exploitable vulnerabilities and prioritize remediation towards business impact. Learn more at www.pentera.io. Hey, come on now. Be, hey, pay attention. Don't, don't, pay attention. don't get We're distracted. Live. We're live. There's people oh, It's like you haven't had any coffee or anything. Sorry, too many temptations around. I'm going to start with this. I'm going to start with this. Oh, I didn't have mine handy. Wait, wait, wait. We have a special black head ones. Not, not sure how much you can see of that, but they're pretty cool. Yeah, ones. I can see it. It's pretty cool. Uh, Very nice. And it's really Very like good. what happened in Vegas would be shared because it's what we do. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> yeah, it's the community you're sharing. Just, uh, you know, be careful. Exactly. Be careful. <laughs> so what's going on? not to share the germs. Yeah, That's well, right. it's, it's massive. It's really massive. We have never, I mean, it's probably 30,000 or something like this attendees. Uh, they just ended up the, uh, the, um, the conference from Krebs, you know, Chris Krebs. Oh yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, yeah. So now everybody is invading uh, the exhibitor area, and um, yeah, honestly, it looks like it's going to be a very, very great uh, show again. I mean, Black Hat is really the golden standard. That's, that's, a, that's honestly, quite, we didn't quite expect this. We didn't expect this many people to start with because the second the door opened, everyone just started like getting in, and we all all of a sudden started having people at the booth, and I can see it happening for other people as well. So. We hope it's going to be a great event. We're feeling the vibe. It's great. We brought our stuffed alpacas as well. So, oh, cool things there. <laughs> I, th I think one of my dogs wants that, but I, I couldn't assure <laughs> what condition is going to come back. So, the, oh, the yeah. Yeah, safety rules apply. You're not allowed to eat those stuff, right? It's written on it. <laughs> it's true. That's it's right. true. It's I true. don't know if dogs get to have to follow those rules or not. Yeah. Ah, so, what, um, tell us about your journey to Vegas. Oh, yeah. We had a, a road trip uh, going from Denver to Vegas. We saw like five icon iconic uh, landmarks in the U.S. We started at uh, Denver just to switch Durango. 
And from Durango, we went to, uh, uh, you know, Mesa Verde, Antelope uh, Canyon, Monument Valley, Antelope Canyon, uh, Zion, Bryce. This is just so beautiful. It's absolutely massively impressive. Uh, we wanted to have this time in between the founders to kind of think about our journey two years in, you know, and how the company is doing. It's doing well. But, you know, what we should uh, make even better to grow uh, one step higher. Now, did, were you inspired by any of the, uh, the, I know it is massive, right? And even my own experiences there, you, you just get an energy from like the Grand Canyon or Zion. The, the energy from those things can be very inspiring. Yeah, you get humbled. Honestly, you get humbled by nature or in the first place. And then we thought to ourselves, you know, when you're in the horseshoe band, you look at it, you know, either you do a serious LinkedIn post, like, you know, sometimes things are convoluted, but that's fine in the end. <laughs> Or you do a LinkedIn sheet post and you're like, you know, <laughs> sometimes I think to myself, we should do a turn just to get in the right direction, you know, <laughs> but whatever. It's, it's nevertheless very inspiring. And we wanted to share things with the team, you know, later on, how we would see from a macro perspective, because this is what the landscape is like. It gives you a macro overview of what Earth is like, you know, so it helps you keep distance to the problem and just see the bigger picture. Yeah. And then, and then you get to Vegas. Did you get there at night or or during the day when you approached the city? Was it night or a day? We, we did it during the day, um, actually in the middle of the day, right? We wanted to take some time to rest before all the fun starts in Vegas. But uh, yeah, we, mm -hmm. we tried to be kind on ourselves, to be honest, not to overdo it before the event, keeping most of the energy for, for now and then celebrating later on. But yeah, yeah. Vegas is full of temptations. Yeah, well, it's also weird because you come from the desert. I usually drive from LA, right? So it's like desert, desert, and then all of a sudden you see all this majestic, uh, crazy world. You're like, what? what the hell is this doing here, right? But uh, look, the energy is great. We already had some live stream yesterday. We talked to a bunch of people, and uh, yeah, everybody's excited to be there. And uh, I am sad not to be there, but, you know, it's... I've done it before. So what's the vibe? <laughs> I mean, apart from people excited to be there, I mean, I, did you already start having some conversation? What is people expecting on, on the floor? Yeah, so I, I'm thinking right now what we see is a lot of people are looking for solutions. Like we, we can tell like really there's a tension in the market. People are really trying to solve problems. And we saw a lot of exhibitors pivoting with the, uh, what we saw. Let's get straight to the goal, what we saw. Uh, as a as a pain point, so it's very pragmatic. I would call it pragmatic. There's a, a pivot toward a very pragmatic approach of cybersecurity, and also what I see is like nobody is claiming anymore to do everything, right? Everybody specialized in something, because we know that uh, cybersecurity is a complex problem, not a complicated one. It's not something you solve on your own. Something you solve as a team or as a group of software. And I think like client understood that there's no silver bullet. You have to protect your exposed assets, you have to protect your endpoints, you have to protect your network stack and so on, your cloud infrastructure. And those are probably different products and they are fine with this. And so everybody starts to be a, a bit lesser saying, but more qualitative, I would say. Yeah, and Andrew, I don't know I if you've had... Oh, go ahead, please. Yep. Sorry, and based on what you said, I also feel like people are more open to collaborative approach than they were before. Because we all started with this idea of being very close, not sharing anything. And now as we start to kind of preach for this idea, we start to talk to a lot of people and everyone's super interested in it. And they're like, okay, we're aware that everything else failed in the past, that 
these things didn't work and we want to try something else. So they're very interested. The feedback so far has been very positive. So yeah, just spreading this idea about the collaborative security has been super successful thus far. Yeah, it's it. And the, you know, there are a lot, uh, a lot of time when I'm pitch, uh, pitching, I'm using these ways of firewalls, uh, you know, comparison, uh, because it's a multiplayer firewall somewhat. And uh, like, you know, after two lines of pitch, I'm like, yeah, obviously, why didn't it exist before? Like, well, we're not ready for that. I don't know, the world was not ready, or the idea was just around, but not right yet. But then when you explain the logic behind, they are like, yeah, obviously, how can we win against an army alone, you know? And I'm wondering if, uh, and, and it's funny, Andrew, you answered the question that I didn't ask, ask you. <laughs> that's, that's, that's so good. I, I can read your mind. I yeah, know. That's, that's amazing. That's amazing. The, so the, the follow-on, you probably already have the answer in your head, is kind of what the, the questions that you're hearing. Um, are, are people looking f for specific things, or are they more open in terms of, Here's the business problem we're trying to solve. How can you help achieve that? Or what, what, what's kind of the conversation sound like? Well, it really depends. I mean, obviously, people are always going to be very problem-driven. So they're like, okay, I'm trying to solve this. But as they're also very knowledgeable, they already have an idea. They're already working on it. So it's not like they're, they're starting from the zero, right? We are just yet another layer, right, that you add. And we have a different approach. And I think it's the approach thing that kind of triggers something for them. They're like, I've been doing a lot of things and yes, yet nothing was perfect. What are the new things I should do and like to solve this exact problem? So now, depending on where we stand and what we can do, we, we try to help them on that one. But let's say everyone came really well prepared, I have to admit. So they did the research. Some people already researched different companies, including ours. So they came ready with different questions on like how they can take it further, how they can test it out. Uh, but yeah. Very good Bible. Yeah, actually, I agree. Uh, there's something about the level of uh, technicality the question has that shows that the, the, the global stage is more mature than ever before. I mean, you know, sometimes we, get, we were in a rush to hire and stuff, and people were not that good at their job. Now, here, the people we see are extremely mature and know exactly what they're looking for and what is the difference between this or that product and, and that or that approach. And what is also interesting is like I felt many people open to uh, like young, younger companies and new vendors because they already heard about the big players and they either love them or not, but they're very interested in new technologies. We're based in the innovation area where all the small companies are and we see a lot of traction here and people just showing interest in different projects, wanting to know what's the new thing on the market rather than just like uh, going for, for visiting larger companies that they already know about and they've heard about many times. Yeah, that's definitely there is that vibe all over. I mean, all the conversation we had about before, like the talk on the at Black Hat, they were all about sharing, intelligence sharing, community sharing. You don't want to do the job from start. You know, I mean, that's that's the power of the community. Are you already talking to researchers that are interested in the product as well, apart from companies? Are you connecting with the community? Yeah, yeah, actually, funny enough, yesterday there was a uh, VIP uh, party, uh, sort of, and uh, I, I met some uh, PhD guys that are actually uh, digging into different problems in different directions. So, yeah, there are researchers for sure. There are also a lot of students that are, uh, funny enough, looking for guidance. How should I build my career? What is the best path? Uh, what should I do first? And so on. And one of my answers would be like, know your seat, right? 
it's it's a, it's the starting point of how to understand the machine, how it works, and what you can do wrong and how. Then you will go after toward Python for efficiency or whatever. But learn your C, know your C, because you will understand how a machine works. And then you know climb the ladder, do the, your pen testing, then do defensive security and become a CISO or whatever. But uh, very interesting to see all this new blood flowing into the industry. And can you can you give me a sense? Um, it's probably early early there still to kind of get a feel for it, uh, big picture yet. But are there a lot of uh, younger folks there? Not 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 necessarily talking age, just um, in terms of uh, analysts and practitioners versus managers versus CISOs. Uh, what what's kind yeah. of the maturity level? Yeah. Everything. I, I also think that the fact that there are multiple security events happening at the same time, having B-Sides, DEF CON, and Black Hat really brings very diverse audience. So to be fair, most of the interactions I had uh, were not with C-levels, were more with people that are very hands-on, uh, not necessarily early in their journey, but very hands-on. They, they could be like security engineers or researchers, well, not necessarily managers either. And uh, yeah, they're, they're very technical. They just, they go straight to the point. They have very concrete questions. They came from all around the world just to, to see what's happening in the epicenter of cybersecurity this week. So, yeah, I would say it's very diverse and it's also due to the fact that there are multiple events. So it's not purely kind of, let's say, business audience or let's say more business audience that will be here, but rather people that are focused on different stuff that are attending also DAFCON and these sites. That, that was one of the surprises I had actually, uh, just to double down on what you said, it's like, um, usually in this kind of fairs, there is a lot of, it's business oriented a lot. And here, I'd say on most booths, you should have two-thirds of technical people rather than uh, opposite to like two-thirds of business people, which is very interesting because it shows that the audience is more mature, technically speaking, than business-oriented. Uh, so you have to really show a, a, a strong value, a strong uh, upside to what you're offering, technically speaking. You just cannot come with a bold claim saying whatever crap in business. You really need to be hands-on and say, my stuff is protecting exactly against exactly yeah. against this. And uh, I think that's, that's what I expected uh, from the crowd here. Well, that's definitely a level of maturity, right, Sean? I mean, when, when you have somebody that comes out the booth that they know, I want to say exactly what they need, but they kind of have a more clear idea than just, I don't know, I need security. Right, it's like because that would used to be the conversation years ago. So here's the game I'm doing today with everybody is uh, I want to know the buzzwords, and this I know it's a little early. A new game, Jeez. <laughs> it's a new game. So now I only drink, I only shot coffee. Not, it's not going to be alcohol, but um, any buzzword that you already hear, maybe on I don't know on the billboards. Uh, that's the word of the day. What I saw the most so far is EDR. Like everybody is EDR, and if you look at the top ten, Drink. Uh, top ten sponsors, yeah. <laughs> yeah, top ten sponsors is definitely uh, all of them with AI. AI is everywhere. If you look at the top ten sponsors of the Black Hat, not one of them doesn't have AI in whatever speech they have. I'm not entirely sure what they are doing AI-wise, but you know. <laughs> but there is AI. Well, <laughs> oh my, there is always. definitely, there is always AI. <laughs> Almost as much as blockchain, right? Hey, we don't do any AI. This is our differentiation, right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> no AI there. Uh, I was going to ask, and I don't know if I'll make this a game for everybody or not, but has there been anything that 
that made you smile? Either you saw some connection happen or somebody just really resonate with something, either for yourself or somebody around you in the community. Something that, that really struck you is, wow, I'm, I'm glad I got to experience that. Well, honestly, like for me, the brand recognition, because, you know, yesterday we met people from Brazil and they've heard about the project. They knew what we do. So it was very impressive. And the same happened when I went to the party later in the evening. So that's something like brand recognition and the way people react to collaborative security, because as we're introducing something new, especially in cybersecurity, where people don't trust by default, um, it's, it's always kind of a risky game when you try to be the first one doing something. But people are accepting it really well. They're positive towards it and they want to know more. So yeah, it definitely made me smile a lot these days. And it keeps making me smile that I see like six of, six of my teammates having their hands full and talking to people right around. Yeah, what, what I loved is yesterday, uh, I was to the party and a huge tall guy came to me and he was like, I, I know you're specific in cybersecurity, I'd like to discuss with you. I'm like, yeah, sure. And uh, I'm, I'm sent by the Angolian uh, government from Angola, right? And uh, we want to create a, a cybersecurity infrastructure, but I'm not taking it seriously because I'm young and, and Angola is not a major market. And like, do you want to talk to me? I'm like, of course. I mean, the more the merrier. We're a community. So if people are taking Angolan uh, government, yeah, be my guest. We'll help you guys. And it's like, oh, really? But yeah, I mean, we are not just looking for the top 500, uh, fortune, whatever. It's just the more the merrier. And you know what? The people are taking the 500 are also sometimes the same one as taking the Angolan government, whatever. So, you know, if you join the crowd, it's good for us, good for you. So, yes, definitely we'll help you. It was like, whoa, I was not expecting that. Man, it, it's fine. I mean, like you're representing a country here. Even if it's an African country, it's a country. So everybody is up to cybersecurity in its, uh, in its own country, right? I love that story because, I mean, that that's the beauty of what you do. Uh, it, it doesn't matter the size you are, the maturity level of your, your program, how much budget you have. Your contributions to the crowd help the crowd, and the crowd then help you equally across the board. And I, I think it, it's tremendous. So I love that story. Yeah, and I know. Think about think about the the mindset of these people that they have to doubt if they are important enough to be secure what the hell is yeah, that it's right it's not it's not a number it's not how big is your budget it's not how big is your wallet is this again comes down to the community everybody should contribute so I, I love that story uh great great yeah i understand totally that like super major players you have to only focus on large companies to be profitable with their investment on the sales team and marketing team the beauty of uh, the crowd approach, approach is that we don't care how big you are. If you are someone that is collecting something we don't have already, you're more precious than the 500. Because what we want is to see everything, not just what's attacking the big one. What's attacking the big one, we already see somebody. But what's attacking the small one is as interesting, you know. And sometimes we see that preliminary, like preliminary attacks, sorry, are starting on smaller targets, people and train and you rehearse and stuff before hitting larger targets. So sometimes it's just like the quakes, you know, you have a little quake in Angola and it's gonna hit, I don't know, Germany big time. So yeah, everybody's important, everybody's welcome. So I have to ask you, it's early, early days, early time there. Uh, you have a, a decent road ahead of you after the road you took to get to Vegas. 
what what's on the uh, what's on the radar? What's on the agenda for the next few days? Well, we have two days uh, in Vegas. So basically, uh, the core of Black Hat is going to be 14 hours. Those 14 hours, we have to be at maximum performance, start capacity, and peak capacity. And after, we're going to relax a bit. We've seen stuff like digging the ground with uh, caterpillars and excavators, shooting range, stuff like that, parties here and there. Uh, going to Cirque du Soleil and Sika because it's a beautiful spectacle. Seeing Shin Lim because he's probably the best magician in the world. Enjoying a bit Vegas, having a tour to Grand Canyon, and you know, heading back to home. Uh, that I just I've heard re- about the re- plate. <laughs> yeah, I just saw Kai again in my head. I actually was lucky enough to see it. You're, you're really gonna love this show. So I want to close these. With maybe Andrea, just make a call to action for people to come to the booth and visit you and talk to you uh, where you are. And uh, it's up to you. Close, close this show for us. Well, first, thanks for everyone who's been here, who's been watching us. You can find us in the Innovation City booth 55. If you're in doubt which booth is number 55, just look for the staff alpacas. You're not going to miss them. We're all here. The entire team is here. Founders and everyone else more than happy to tell you about what we do and how we can help you. And look, it's not the time to come because we are crowded right now. But if ever uh, there is a break, we'll be happy to see you guys. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds very good. Perfect. All right, guys. Well, go, you go. Go, for the, go for the alpaca and uh, stay Yay. for the conversation. And uh, be, be part of the crowd. That's that's the call yeah, to action. Exactly. And that's a call to action. Join the, Join the crowd, and uh, we're, we're thrilled to have this time with you, and congratulations on uh, your journey there safely, and uh, to a good good few days there in Vegas and at Black Hat, and uh, everybody watching, uh, there'll be links in the notes for uh, how to connect with Andrea and, and Philippe and the CrowdSec team, and uh, stay tuned for more here on ITSB Magazine as we continue to cover Black Hat and Death Car. Really appreciate it, guys. We're Bye-bye. back to back. Everybody back to work. <laughs> See you. Right. It was great. Fun. Great chatting. Bye bye. Bye. Pentera, the leader in automation security validation, allows organizations to continuously test the integrity of all cybersecurity layers by emulating real world attacks at scale to pinpoint the exploitable vulnerabilities and prioritize remediation towards business impact. Learn more at www.pentera.io. EdgeScan offers continuous vulnerability intelligence as a service, accurately identifying vulnerabilities and exposures across the full stack. All threats are verified by cybersecurity experts, providing exploitable risk and remediation guidance, virtually false positive free. Learn more at edgescan.com. CrowdSec, the collaborative and open source cybersecurity solution. Analyze behaviors, respond to attacks, and share signals across the community for free. Let's make the internet safer together. Learn more at CrowdSec.net. We hope you enjoyed this episode of our on-location conversation. If you learned something new and this podcast made you think, then share ITSPMagazine.com with your friends, family, and colleagues. If you represent a company and wish to associate your brand with our conversations, sponsor, 
one or more of our podcast channels. We hope you will come back for more stories and follow us on our journey. You can always find us at the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society.